Welcome to Vanguard Radio. It's straight for the ignorant Americans back to We pay for the nigger's house. We pay for the nigger's trial. We pay for the nigger's food, my friend. And what he's done, lost his smile. Welcome to VNN Broadcasting. This is the Monday edition of Free Talk Live. This is your host, Jeff Beck. I'm glad to be here tonight. Uh, if, I do, if I'm not coming in well, uh, let me know. Leave a message on the, um, on the forum. Uh, let me know if there's some sort of sound problem. I need to turn things up or down or, or what it is. And certainly if there's silence right now, <laughs> somehow try to uh, communicate that to me as well. Um, uh, this is like a one-man band here, and there's, uh, uh, you know, cymbals on one hand and uh, drums and uh, legs are operating the drums. Actually, I'm I'm starting to uh, I'm going to train someone else to do that. I wish Stan would come back. I, I you know I know he has his problems. He did leave a condolence message for Alex on the uh, uh, log on the uh, VNM blog. So anyway, he's out there. Maybe he's listening tonight as well. Uh, I have a few announcements to make. Uh, first of all, uh, one, of the, one of the ways you could uh, tell me there's a problem with the audio is to send a, a Skype chat message. That's um, the number you would use would be VNN Free Talk Live. That's VNN Free Talk Live. And uh, one of the long delayed huh, projects is to get a phone number associated with this, but I just haven't had time and I need to. Uh, get that done okay uh, yeah North Hammer I don't see why I couldn't get you on oh good and by the way Alex is here too uh, so let me uh, wrap through a few things here um, uh, so anyway good news uh, Alex will be here I guess I'll have to find the Coontown uh, song here real quick while I'm talking uh, but I do want to go through a few things here uh, related to uh, VNN. Uh, first of all, the, the contact number would be, um, uh, uh, and this, uh, this Hammer fellow uh, that left a note in the forum thread, uh, North Hammer, uh, you can send me a, a Skype message to, um, here I'll reply back, uh, VNN Free Talk Live, uh, VNN Free Talk Live. Uh, is the show's Skype ID. Okay, let me submit that. 
Okay, I got a kike herder that just logged in. Uh, so anyway, the thing is, send me a, a Skype message, and then um, and then uh, I'll uh, uh, call you back. And then uh, and so we like to give everyone a chance to talk that wants to call, and we like to keep guests for as long as as possible uh, as well. Okay, um, so. VNN Free Talk Live, send me a chat message, uh, tell me how things are going. And you can also, if you want me to read a note uh, on the air, I will do that too. Just send me the chat message. And then um, uh, to, to receive to place calls, I think we've gone over this before, but for new listeners, uh, get a headset, $20 headset, I, I recommend, uh, and download Skype. And that's that's about all there is to it. It's, it's uh, pretty brainless. Uh, also, we had... Um, the release of Hawthorne Matters number eight, uh, Hawthorne James Hawthorne of the Hawthorne Report. We had uh, his uh, eighth release is particularly good, uh, so I hope everyone downloads that. And then uh, he told me there's going to be another Aryan Matters out as well, so that's uh, that's good news. Let me see. Okay, good. Alex will be on uh, around 8:30, which is just a few minutes from now, and uh, so uh, Alex is there, and that amount of time I can uh, get a hold of Coontown. One other thing, uh, our very own Craig Cobb uh, has made the news in faraway Estonia. Uh, the newspaper report is an Estonian paper, so we don't really know what was said. Uh, uh, an Estonian poster uh, named Mati uh, did a rough translation, and uh, let's see, okay... I'm getting some more requests. Okay. Okay. Okay, good. Okay. Uh, there was an IM just came in. Uh, saying that um, a nigger hater, I guess is what... They <laughs> I get they, they refer to Shane as nigger hater. Uh, makes a center in the woods near Rapla. Uh, that's a small local community. And then apparently, um, reading his comments, somehow the FBI tipped off the embassy in some ways uh, to Craig uh, being there. Um, uh, the newspaper article goes on to say, quote, local girls should not fuck niggers in Estonia since it's 99% white. Uh, and this is some of the things Craig is saying. It's, that's pretty good advice. I don't see anything particularly shocking about that. Anyway, you can read the uh, read the posts on uh, go to v- govnn.com, and you can read about um, uh, Mr. Uh, Mr. Chain and his adventures in Estonia. Uh, one other thing, uh, the traffic from Estonia has just mushroomed, and we put a, a little flag on the forum, and in particular, uh, just hundreds and hundreds of downloads of uh, the the Rego Reg Rego Solg. Uh, uh, media production that Craig did. Uh, there's been a lot of interest in him, uh, so um, and most of it is coming from Europe. Uh, having looked at the, having looked at the server logs uh, with Stan and others, uh, the traffic we get from Europe is just astounding, and uh, we um, were very popular uh, everywhere in Europe. Uh, I, I'm not. I was not aware that uh, French and Italian people or Greeks. Uh, would be that interested in in our broadcasts uh, and our material, but in fact they are. Uh, Germans are, uh, of course. Uh, the Britons are. We have our very own James Hawthorne, of course. And Australians. I'm sure there's also some Australians getting up right now, tuning in to Free Talk Live, 
and maybe a few New Zealanders too. So uh, that's what we got going on. Second thing we got going on in VNM Forum is uh, Mr. Winicki has been released. And there's been uh, lots of uh, people with the name Winicki coming on the forum. Winicki, Free Winicki, Winicki 2.0. Uh, the first uh, confirmation I got that uh, f- uh, of Mr. Winicki's uh, release was from Jim in Colorado. Uh, Jim says, apparently Tomas has been released from jail. Uh, and then, of course, he commented that the only place uh, he found was able to find this out was uh, from a Jewish newspaper. <laughs> and uh, let me read it to you briefly if you haven't seen it. Uh, Federal Court of Appeals has ordered the release uh, of Tomas Winnicki under strict conditions, including no Internet postings. Now, I hope he can read via uh, an form and, um, and get uh, uh, listen to this broadcast. Anyway... Pending uh, the hearing uh, of his appeal for his contempt of court condi- uh, conviction before the federal court, uh, he was uh, also applying for parole, having served close to one-third of his nine-month sentence. The court did not deal with the issue. If his appeal fails to go back, if his, appeals, if his appeal fails, he goes back to jail and then reapply. can reapply later. Uh, the appeal uh, is set for January 16, 2007. We, we wish him luck. And uh, I've become a fan lately of uh, listening to uh, Tom Metzger's radio show, and he brings up a very important point that, uh, in his opinion, and I don't see why he's not wrong, we don't support our prisoners of war uh, enough. And that's his opinion, and uh, who am I to disagree with him? And uh, he posts the um, the names of uh, people who have been imprisoned uh particularly Americans, uh, Matt Hale and, and other uh, individuals. Uh, I, I suggest you go on over there and uh, send a few letters to these folks. I think it's a great thing to do. Let them know that they're, he- that they're heroes and, and that they didn't fold uh, and, uh, and they're doing time. They're doing time for what we all want to happen. Uh, so uh, there you go. All right, moving on. Um, I've been trying really hard to get a creator to come on this broadcast and uh, someone who can speak uh, authoritatively about the movement. Uh, I've talked to a reverend uh, who remained nameless and all of a sudden he just quit responding. To, he, just, he just stopped writing back and it's been over two weeks and now and I, I have no, uh, I have no uh, understanding why he just suddenly uh, stopped. Uh, so... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I don't know, uh, but um, in preparation for a show that never comes, uh, I uh, w- went back into the archives and started listening to uh, Matt Hale uh, and uh, uh, and started reading up on him because uh, he's. A, I, I I came into this movement after he got into trouble or the the Fed set him up rather, uh, and so I really wasn't familiar with him, and I really wasn't familiar with creativity. It's never been a very big topic on this forum. Uh, of course, the Lefkow murder uh, was a big topic, but creativity itself has never been a, 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 a... Let me send back a message to this guy. never been a big topic. But I wanted to share, for those of you who are like me that um, are not familiar with Matt Hale, uh, I want to play this five-minute clip here 
of Matt Hale on uh, on the on the Colmes show. You know you know who Alan Colmes is. He's uh, with um, that that uh, that twit uh, Hannity, and, and uh, he had a radio show. and And this was an appearance of uh, of uh, Reverend Matt Hale. But, but, but before we get to our guests, we'd like to do your Viagra this joke. This is the, uh, the, the two cops talking. Yes. Combs is a Jew. Alan, yes. if you take Viagra yes. and Rogaine at the same time, yes. what do you get? What? A hairdo like Don King. Thank you. Thank you very much. Yeah, that's that the is, two uh, cops talking My agent. We, the reason I'm here, the man who negotiated and, and handles my deals, my contracts, the man who is responsible for every step along the way in my career, ladies and gentlemen. There are no steps in your career. It's an escalator. All right. Now, ladies and gentlemen, going in the wrong direction, I want to welcome a man who uh, is referred to as the Pontifex Maximus of the World Church of the Creator. Is that, do I have that right? That's right. The Reverend Matt Hale. Nice uh, to speak with you this evening. Nice to speak with you, sir. You are the supreme leader of the World Church of the Creator. That's right. Now, uh... We played uh, one of your phone messages on the air recently, and in fact, we have a. I want to play a little bit of it, if you don't mind. Sure. To give people an idea of exactly what your organization does. This is the, what people get if they call your organization. Uh, let's let's get a dial tone here. Dial that number. And if you call. Once again, my fellow here we go. This is Matt Hale. The world you have reached the world headquarters, of the world church of the Creator, and you are listening to Reverend Matt Hale, Pontifex Maximus. We are interested in this becoming an all-white planet. Yes, planet. We're not interested in having a couple states here and there. We're not interested in just having North America. We want the whole world to be white exclusively. Mm -hmm. We see no redeeming benefits in any of the mud races living on this earth. They have caused nothing but chaos, destruction, and anarchy, uh, and have caused this within our white society. We wish to have the poison extricated from our racial body and have a beautiful white future. We realize and we teach in our books that Christianity was pushed upon us by our eternal enemies, the Jews. Ooh. They did this in order to confuse us, in order to warp our thinking, in order to turn us against the laws of nature that made us the master race. They have been extremely successful in this. If we look around, we see Christian churches on every corner, and they are teaching their congregations that all men are equal somehow, that the Jews are the chosen people, and that we should just love everyone, including our enemies. We creators stay to hell with this nonsense. We recognize that the dumbest creature on earth is the creature that aids and abets those who are trying to destroy him. And that is what the niggers, the wetbacks, the gooks, all the other mud hordes the are doing. We creators recognize that before any shooting starts in this war that we are involved in, we must first win the propaganda war. We must disseminate our materials, our literature, our ideology to our people. We cannot assume they will agree with us. After all, the institutions currently existing in this country and around the world are in the hands and the control of our enemies, the Jews. Uh -huh. Call next week at about this time for another update. Next week we will cover some of the news stories that are currently going on as well as talk some more about the Jews. Well, I don't think we can cut it there. Uh, Matt, uh, so that is Matt Hale. Uh, uh, the World Church of the Creator. Uh, Matt, uh, you referred to blacks as uh, 
mud people, or then you said the N-word, which I don't particularly like. What what word do you use for black people usually? Uh, generally, we do use the word niggers. Uh, uh, well, why why do you do that? Uh, we wish to uh, have as much a barrier, a gulf between the races as possible. Since we do want them out of our midst, we don't believe in being cozy with them in any fashion. So you purposely want to insult them? Certainly. By using that uh, name. But, but we don't really consider it an insult for them. Uh, they've been called niggers for hundreds of years. Not by their friends. Oh, they call each other niggers all the time. Uh, I, I believe that's done tongue-in-cheek. It's not the same context, and nor does it have the same meaning when you do it. Well, it, it rolls off our tongue quite easily. Uh, and we really don't think much about it. Well, you may not think about it, but does it occur to you that that's an offensive term and that you are stirring up hate when you use a term like that? Well, yeah. we don't. Yes? Hello? There's a mysterious drop in the in the conversation. Yeah, I wonder what's going on here. Did yeah. we? Are you there? One or two. Matt? This is odd. Uh, Matt? I'll tell you what, I'll put him on hold, John. Why don't we see what, uh, what's going on there? See, I, I just, I wonder what might have happened. Okay. See, what, I wonder what happened, Matt. Yes. Uh, All right, go ahead. <laughs> that was odd. Very odd. Go ahead. Okay. Um, I'm trying to think of what the question was. Uh, I was right, talking about the N-word and uh, that people might be offended by that. That's a bad word. People are hurt. You hurt their feelings. It stirs up hate. Well, there's, we don't want to love... Uh, the niggers, the other races. Uh, we want a gulf between the races, a natural gulf to be there. Uh, but do you have to hurl names? Do you have to use uh, epithets? Do you have to... Do you have to but but let, let us go back a step here. As far as epithets, all names uh, are creations. I mean, no one's born with a name. We're called white people. People chose that name a lot. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, but you're not calling yourself honky. You're not, you're not calling yourself a concomitant... Uh, derogatory name. There's nothing what? derogatory about the word white, but nigger is a derogatory word. Well, it's considered derogatory by some people. Uh, yeah, by the very people who you're calling that name. Well, and by others who are offended by that. It's I mean, simply a quick, easy way to say it, it's, it's basically derived from the word Negro. Can't, can't you have a difference of opinion with somebody and have an intellectually honest debate without having to use derogatory terminology in the course of that debate? Oh, we can do that. We, we, as far but you, as. But you choose not to. Different, different names. Uh, sometimes we use the word nigger. Sometimes we use black. It really, uh, our, our founder, Ben Claassen, used several words. Sometimes he called them colored. Uh, uh, what's it matter? It really doesn't matter. Well, obviously what matters, it, it matters because, uh, it, you show ignorance, I believe, when you use a derogatory term like oh, that. That's, that's, that's obviously your own, uh, opinion in this matter. Do you think I'm isolated in that opinion? Oh, I, I think, once again, we don't dwell a lot on, on the term, we describe them as, but at the same time, we do want a barrier. We do want a gulf. We don't, we're not ever going to call them African-American and kiss their black behinds for them. Uh, and and we, don't, we don't want them in our society. And the quickest way to get them out of our society, you know, really... You know, I, I, you know, it almost sounds to me like you're putting me on. I mean, I mean you don't want them in your society. Of well, course, we want, we want them out. So well, for what, for what reason do you not want black people in your society? Oh, gee, look around New York. I mean, <laughs> if you want to talk about having a, a bad neighborhood, put blacks in it. All right. Well, see, there was, uh, there was Matt Hale and... Uh, and <laughs> He did a pretty good job at this Jew. I I don't know if he's uh, uh, put, putting you know I don't know if he really believes his own propaganda or not. But uh, 
<laughs> yeah. Uh, he, 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 if you go to Solar General, you can find a whole bunch of clips uh, of Matt Hale. And, and I, look, what I want to say about this is uh, the reason why I play this clip is because I want to motivate some creator out there uh, who is familiar with the history of the group, uh, with uh, Matt Hale, with Ben Klassen and the teachings of creativity, and can explain it to an audience. Uh, I want that person to come on Free Talk Live, and I want to have a discussion about this, because I want to learn more about it, and I want the listeners to learn more about it, because this is a very rational, uh, coherent uh, approach to life. And uh, I think we could all benefit by some of it. And there's no jibu, there's no uh, sacrifices, there's no nothing like that. Uh, and, I, and I think it's probably a testament to Matt Hale's uh, media savvy and, and Mr. Klassen's um, teachings that uh, the FBI came after uh, Mr. Hale. Because it's a good idea. All right. With that said, let's move on. Uh, I have Coontown here. Uh, so uh, when we bring Mr. Linder in, which will be just a few minutes uh, from now, uh, we'll, uh, we'll fire that up. Uh, and I know all of you are wanting to hear from uh, Alex. He's been away for some time. Uh, I didn't need, I, frankly, I didn't know that he was going to be here uh, for sure. Uh, he promised me last Thursday he would be here, but I hadn't heard a word from him since then. And sure enough, a few minutes before the show, he uh, sent me a message that he was here. Uh, but he's not quite ready to go. Well... Look, I've got a, a couple stories to uh, bring to you about things that go boom in the night. And um, I was thinking about, uh, there was another uh, stream of fires out in California. And uh, I got to thinking, wow, you know, someone uh, is setting fires. And they're setting fires, uh, uh, they set them last summer, and they're setting today. Now, it was some guy named Euler, who was a white man, that set uh, the fires about a week ago. I don't know what his motivation was. I was very surprised because I had figured, uh, and I had speculated on Free Talk Live, that it was another Mexican. Because uh, these, some of these Mexicans who are uh, tending these drug fields in our uh, state parks have set fires and when they cook their beans or whatever. Uh, and and they burned down half the forest. Well, I got to thinking about the second fire, and I thought, you know, there was an incident about a year or so ago where some Spanish radio stations in the United States had their antenna, their their large antennas, uh, cut down, uh, causing millions of dollars worth of damage and throwing the stations off the air. And I followed that story for some time. And uh, this is another, I guess, terrorist attack like these fires, I guess. And uh, I have not heard the FBI announce any arrests in that case. So whoever got away with that uh, is doing a pretty good job of keeping it keeping it to themselves. And if you get caught, uh, don't bring in anyone else down with you. Uh, so, uh, But um, what I see today is there are some more fires out in California. And uh, let me bring up the story here. Uh, I don't know who's doing this, uh, but it's causing millions of dollars worth of property damage. And, uh, you know, my opinion is worse is better. Oh, no. Yeah, there was another fire. But what I wanted to talk about, excuse me, I'm getting my stories mixed up, is that um, things that go boom. Well, uh, we all heard that PayPal's offices in San Francisco 
were bombed. Uh, fire officials say a, a bomb exploded just outside the offices of PayPal, of PayPal in San Jose, California. The explosion shattered a first floor window, jarred the nerves of 45 employees inside, but no injuries. Uh, and it's funny, all this news is um, uh, on this story is mainly in the financial press, although uh, it's a uh, it's a bombing here on the continental United States. So uh, there's been a lot of uh, stuff that's kind of uh, happening under the radar, uh, not so much the fires, but um, the attacks on these Spanish radio stations. I believe there are like three of them, and now a fire bombing uh, or a bombing at the PayPal offices. And, of course, uh, no... Uh, no uh, love lost between uh, any of us on PayPal. As I, re- as I recall talking to Alex Linder, who will be here in just a few minutes, uh, they shut him down. Uh, he had a, a, uh, an online store uh, some, at some time in the past, and without any warning, uh, without any uh, 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 apologies or, or, or notification, they just shut him down and took his money. And about uh, a year later, he got his money back. And all of this without any sort of explanation at all. And this is uh, what they do to white nationalists. All right. Um, you know, something on this uh, on this business of uh, things happening inside the Qua, we have made so many enemies overseas. Uh, and if there was an insurgency to develop within this country, a group that could sustain itself... Uh, and and resist and fight day in and day out, uh, not necessarily every day, but I'm just saying sustain itself over time and prove itself. There are so many people who would clamor around the world to support that group. Uh, you know, the Syrians, uh, the Iranians, probably the Russians under the table. Uh, all these foes that we have made in the world, they would clamor to support that group, of course, they would probably never, uh, uh, you know, admit it. They would probably, it would, you know, everything would be done under the table. But um, we have made so many enemies around the world, uh, and that, uh, uh, you know, let's just say it's the Mexicans. Uh, if, uh, for whatever reasons, uh, the Mexicans didn't think they were getting their fair share in this country, uh, and started uh, some. Uh, guerrilla movement within the borders of the United States. Uh, I'm sure that uh, forces, if not the government of Mexico itself, the part of the government of Mexico that's not controlled by Zog, uh, just the broad populace of Mexico, would uh, hardly send money and arms to these uh, guerrillas within the border of the United States, as would uh, a lot of Spanish-speaking South America, uh, probably Chavez and others. And I say, uh, great, uh, because... Uh, this is the sort of thing that we need to have happen here, uh, and it's to wake up whites because whites uh, are unfortunately uh, most of them are under the spell of television and uh, and uh, cheap money and, and uh, this type of thing, and they're not gonna they're not gonna wake up. And I guess people are waking up in some ways. Uh, downloads of this radio show, listening to the live to this radio show is is is, is picking up. A lot of this um, ability for our people to resist is latent within them, but uh, we don't have the bullhorn that the media has, the Jewish-controlled media that just pounds a message of multiculturalism as a fait accompli every day into their thick skulls. And so we just really 
don't have the bullhorn to overcome that. So we're going to have to um, suffer uh, and perhaps uh, let uh, the predators eat our own kind for a while uh, until we wake up. Okay, let's see what Mr. Linder is doing. Let me send him a message. Well, I'm going to have to play another Johnny Rebel song. How about Nigger Hating Me? Here we go. I like sugar and I like tea, but I don't like niggers. No siree. There's two known things that'll make me cute. That's a hog-eating sloth in a big black spook. You know it, cause I show it like a barnyard rooster. I crow it and the end of a lazy pee. Sure like to get a hold of nigger hating me. Roses are red and violets are blue and niggers are black. You know that's true. But they don't mind cause what the heck. You gotta be black to get a welfare check and I'm broke. No joke. I ain't got a nickel for a coat. And I ain't black you see. So Uncle Sam won't help poor nigger hating me. South, you know it, but I show it. Stick your black head out and I blow it. And the end of a lacy can't keep you away from a little old nigger hating me. Mirror, mirror on the wall, who is the blackest of them all? A man named King, it ain't no doubt, and he's causing lots of trouble with his baboon mouth. The ruin he's a doing is called by the trouble he's a brewing. And the end of a lacy with nigger hating me. Hey, Mr. President, what do you say? When are we whites gonna have our day? The niggers had theirs such a long, long time. I'm a white and it's time that I have mine. You know it. Because I show it. Hello? Stick it back right. head out and I'll blow it. Well, welcome to the broadcast, Alex. Yeah, it's good to, good to be on. Uh, is that a nigger hating me in the background? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I know there's no, uh, we don't have a program rule about playing Coontown, but actually, uh, some of the people on the forum, uh, uh, they kind of like this uh, song, They're fans too, of the and, town, uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so it's kind of, a, I guess, a tradition we have. Our, we're we're no right. traditionalists, right? Yeah, good enough. Yeah. Say, one, one, one show note. Uh, people are sending me these huge, long chat messages, or they're sending me, uh, t- I, I, I don't have time to read something that long. While the show is going on, and the other thing is, people are sending me messages about, oh, their headset isn't working the way they want it to work, or the sound is going through their earphones, or, or not said their speakers. I, uh, we want to get everyone online here, but uh, I don't have time to diagnose something like that while the show's running. So uh, mm-hmm. just uh, try to work with it and, and get it done, and uh, and and so uh, just I just I'm not being rude, but I, I can't. You know, <laughs> sure. Not while we're on. Yeah. So I can't, you know, do technical support. Uh, yeah. While we're we're going on, but it, just send me a short chat message about what you would want me to repeat on the air, or that you you want to come on the air, and uh, and then I can handle that. Uh, you know, within limits, right? You know, not 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 tw- thirty forty lines of text. Uh, I, I can't handle that. I can't read that. Okay, so anyway, Alex, what's yeah. going on with you? 
Oh, <coughs> not too much. I've been writing a bunch today, which I'm going to post later. Uh, but uh, my grandmother died. I've uh, had a bunch of relatives in town, uh-huh. and uh, that's all. That's all behind now, though. So. Uh, well, we had quite a number of condolences. Uh, yeah, and yeah, uh, I appreciate that. And um, yes, and again, uh, I offer mine too. Uh, there was, nice. um, yes, there was, Stan Sikorsky dropped a note. Mm-hmm. And so we're really happy to hear from Stan too. Okay. And, and we wish him the best, uh, and we hope everything's going well with his family. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. <coughs> anyway, that's uh, that's getting cleared up now, so should be back to normal this week. And, uh, yeah, just watching the end of the races here in Missouri, as maybe you, you're seeing that, too. Well, that's I, I mentioned it before. The funny thing about Missouri is that every single ad, when they pronounce it, they don't say Missouri. They say Missouri. Uh-huh. And the, the typical playing up to the voters. Well, you know, we got um, later on in, a, in the broadcast, actually not too, not too long from now, we have Rounder coming on. And uh, we're going to talk about his race. And we're going to talk more about um, uh, the, you know, I have a few clips I'm going to play from news broadcasts about the race, and of course mm-hmm. we're going to play a few of his ads too. And we're going to, we're going to, I'm going to try to uh, get out of him for, uh, for future reference. Uh, you know, how did he go about doing this, uh, and how someone else can do this? Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, you know, as Hitler said in, in the early years. We are uh, parliamentary by compulsion, and and what he meant by that is uh, we have to play the uh, the parliamentary game uh, when we can uh, for mm-hmm. our own purposes, and uh, so um, uh, and you know I think this is a, a good idea Rounder did. It's not for everybody, uh, and I certainly have no interest in in doing something like that. But I mean, maybe some of our listeners do, and uh, you know maybe there's some uh, Southern stud types out there like David Duke, who uh, would like to do the same thing. And so uh, Rounder has uh, done kind of a service that in that regards. Mm-hmm. So anyway, why don't, why don't we let you do the talking a little bit more? What's your uh, what's <laughs> your take on things, Alex? Well, it depends on what it is. I mean, you were talking before about that terrorism. I think that's kind of like there's a parallel to crimes, you know, with hush crimes against whites versus, you know, white crimes against blacks played up. They do the same thing with gangs. It's disproportionate. Uh I mean, with the extremist crime, to the extent there is crime that is separable from other crime, and you can fairly label it extremist, it's left-wing and uh, against property and uh, carried out by so-called eco-terrorists. There's actually a fair amount of that, but they don't. They just don't talk about it much. It's the same yeah. as hyping, you know, Aryan gangs in prison as though they're anywhere near the equivalent of the uh, black and, and Mexican uh, street gangs. It's just not true. But uh, well, some of these stories you have to you have to read the local newspapers. I remember when the um, when somebody attacked the uh, uh, the Spanish-speaking radio stations. I think they were in the southwest somewhere. And as I recall, they took, um, I think they took uh, acetylene torches and, uh, and cut, cut the, the foundation out from under it, uh, cut the beams, uh, the support beams, and then mm-hmm. it fell over. And this was millions of dollars of damage. The FBI was called in, 
And uh, I followed that story, and I've never heard of an arrest in that story. Hmm. And, and I think there's a lot of that sort of thing, uh, and it, it doesn't play very well uh, in in the script, the news media script. You know, unless there's like a blue-eyed, blonde-haired face that gets caught. And yeah, and it, they, yeah. These, these things all all these crime shows promote the idea that the government is omnicompetent and and all caring and they always get their man. But then there's the the opposite view. You mentioned Metzger, you know, and calling the FBI essentially mm-hmm. jumped up uh, security guards, famous but incompetent. Yeah. Now they, they may do some valid work and they may catch some people, but they are involved as much with uh, suppressing rights as they are with vindicating any rights. Essentially, they're going to do what the people who pay their check tell them to. That's how 99.9% of people are. And uh, it's it's useless to fight to change it. You got to avoid being stepped on by it. Yeah, as, as much as you can. Uh, but uh, yeah, well, I, I have nothing on my mind to accept how ridiculous uh, democratic politics is. I'm glad that Rounder's using it to his advantage and our advantage. But uh, you know, it's just pandering, pandering to fools. And here in Missouri, creating new referendums against. Oh, we're gonna we're gonna tax the smokers. We're gonna use these funds to support education, but there's always a back door there. It always goes back to the general fund where they can uh, do what they want. And uh, that's why most people don't vote. Even if they don't understand what I said intellectually, they they, <laughs> they get the meaning of it. Well, it's and, 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 like, you know, the most famous thing, the best thing ever said about voting was actually said by an anarchist Jew, Emma Goldman, which is that if voting changed anything, it would be illegal. And I think that... Uh, there's real insight there. All it does is kind of change the stuff in the shop window. It doesn't change what's going on inside. But uh, we can change that for our purposes and say if voting changed anything, it would be anti-Semitic. Yes, and the, the Jews, and the Jews are the real power. And that subtly puts across it, if you think about it, the, the person listening has to think about it. What does that mean? Why would it be anti-Semitic? It would only be anti-Semitic if, if you're not allowed to express an opinion counter to a certain agenda. And, and that's exactly the point. Our foreign and domestic policies are set by Jews. And they can't be changed. Even though today I was reading, uh, what was it, I think Paul Craig Roberts on uh, uh, The Pauly Girl on Lou Rockwell. Quoting I read these, that these, too. Yeah, the neocons are now starting to run away. Oh, we had nothing. We had no nothing at all to do with the war in Iraq. Nothing at all. That was all Bush and them. And it's Chut's pathetic and Chut's pathological at the same time. Man, I, would you know, like this, to, I would like to add a note democracy. about that, Alex, because I read the Vanity Fair piece where that mm-hmm. all came from. And the interviewer, uh, the writer of the article, the interviewer, and all the photos in the article except for one, uh, and then, of course, the magazine itself, they were all Jews. <laughs> yeah. And this was an entirely <laughs> Jewish conversation. <laughs> sure. And they're turning on Bush big time. <laughs> and uh, and they're... they're um, yeah, and of course you also had. A, I talked about this from Free Talk Live. You had uh, that um, the court Jew there in Washington D.C., uh, Bob Woodward. Uh, mm-hmm. He wrote. He's written what appears to be one of the definitive books about the history of the war. I forgot what it was. It just came out a few weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And you know, you basically you have all as you have long said. I remember the day you said it in Goyfire. These Jews are writing the historical narrative. And, uh, oh, absolutely, and they are leaving out their role uh, as Jews. Uh, so <laughs> it, it all works together. The government, education, and the media function as as you know an int- integrated team in putting out a false narrative. 
that now, you know, exonerates, now exculpates, now, you know, holds up for ridicule, whoever they want. But it's basically centered around uh, their interpretation of American history as a, a progressive unfolding, which greater and greater numbers of groups were granted rights, and Lincoln's the main centralizer. i got to go for about two minutes, and I'll be back. Okay. Right. Yeah, please do. Uh, maybe I can get a caller in here. Um, let me see this, this guy here at Northhammer. He seems really eager to talk. Let me see if I can bring him in here. Uh, all right. While he's away. North. Okay, let me send you a ch- uh, I want to bring you in. Uh, I'm calling you now. Okay, let's try him. See if he answers. This is a new, new person. So, this is your big chance at fame, Northhammer. Don't blow it. Answer the phone. It's ringing. Are you back, Alex? I hear something there. Calling. Calling you. Uh, Northhammer is going to miss his uh, big shot to talk to Alex Linder. Oh, you're there, Northhammer. Yeah, I'm there. Can you hear me? Yeah. All right, here. How's the sound? Well, the first thing you need to do is turn off your feed. Uh, I thought I heard an echo, but maybe not. Can you talk there we go. I, I had my stereo on. Okay, good. How's this now? You sound pretty good. Yeah, Yeah. Good. thanks. Is this your first time uh, using Skype? Yeah, I just got Skype this afternoon and just picked up my headset from Radio Shack from a nice little black dude at the counter. <laughs> oh, well, yeah. Hey, you can't really get away from that now. Uh, one thing you probably could do is bring your uh, your microphone a little farther away uh, from your mouth. Okay. Because you're coming in kind of hot. How's this sounding right there? That's Actually, better. No, I, I can adjust my mic. Too no, you went away too far that time. Right there? Yeah, you're okay. Okay, you, uh, Alex, you're there, right? Yeah, I'm back. Sorry about the interruption. I brought in a, a, a new caller, uh, Northhammer. Uh, are, are you, do, you po- do you post on the forum at all? Um, I actually just joined a few couple okay. weeks ago. I post as Mr. Engineer. Oh, yeah. Um, okay, you're Mr. Engineer. That's right, yeah. And uh, Okay, good. Yeah, you were telling me that, and uh, I, I kind of, uh, well, these details I forget. So what's happening in your neck of the woods? Well, um, I do want to remain anonymous of where I'm living. Um, oh, please do. Because <laughs> I'm I'm an engineer. I'm not going to say what field. I know I'm a little paranoid, but well, uh, you, maybe you can you can kind of divide it up into like the country into quarters. Are you in the northeast or the west or? Uh, I'm I'm in the west. Okay. And uh, but yeah, I mean, I was I've been having this mindset of I'm a racialist for a while, and uh, I was a lot more active in my earlier twenties, and then through college just. I guess I got overwhelmed by it. It just became a little bit too much for me for a while, and I just had to take a step back. But I tell you what, these, I guess what's really brought me back in is all these Mexican protests, all these marches through the streets. I was, uh, was really, really hurt. I guess it kind of hurt me inside, like uh, back in the big May Day march. Um, mm-hmm. My office was literally hearing distance of where that where I could hear these Mexicans marching on. Mm. I mean, I could hear the drums. I could hear them screaming from my office. And I go outside and I look and I see 100,000 of these guys marching up and down the street. And I'm just, I'm just wow, what's it, what, what are we coming to? Wow. 
but it's just. I'm sorry if I'm a little nervous right now. No, we didn't. We didn't have those stubbies. Uh, I'm here in the Midwest, and we didn't have the stubbies uh, uh, mass here. Uh, there were small little uh, gatherings, but uh, I live in a, kind of a large metropolitan area, uh, but th- th- we didn't have any of that here. But I, I saw the pictures, and we all saw the pictures. And, uh, you know, in a way, I think it's healthy to say, you know, I felt a little, um, maybe intimidated is not the word, but maybe we ought to be a little intimidated by it uh, because uh, it, it was a really a frightful show of force. In my opinion, uh, I, I don't. I don't buy all that loving sea of humanity expressing their desire to be free. Crap! Uh, this was a mob, and if given the right stimulus, they'd tear through the city and rape everybody. And uh, oh. uh, you know, it, it's uh, it was a pretty scary time in a way. And of course, if the mob did, uh, as some alleged, uh, commit acts of violence, uh, it would never be reported to us. But this is um, there's something I wanted to talk about in, in in the beginning of the show, and there's several um, there's several uh, stories that just came in today about bombs going off in Mexico City, and uh, and of course Oaxaca, which is in southern Mexico. We've talked about that on Goy Fire and Free Talk Live as well. Uh, Oaxaca is in a state of emergency. This is a province of Mexico, and this is this is how politics uh, this is how change is accomplished in Mexico, uh, and a lot of it has to do with the very strong racial lines that exist down there. And uh, uh, the the elite, whether the Jewish elite or the white elite or, or some other foreign elite that sit on top of these hordes of brown turds, uh, they're on top of a volcano. And now the volcano is now bubbling over in our property, in our land. So anyway, anyway, was that what you had, that how you see it, Northhammer? Oh, let me see. He might have dropped. No, he's still there. What do you think about that, Alex? Yeah, that sounds about right. I, I noticed today that uh, Danny Ortega was elected uh, down in Nicaragua. Yeah. <laughs> people, people probably don't even remember him, but back in the '80s, that was a whole big, huge debate. The dictator in designer sunglasses. Yeah. 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 <laughs> That was what uh, Mr. Reagan termed him. Uh, I don't know. I was kind of enthused. I was kind of excited to see Ortega uh, elected. It's it's funny, isn't it? Yeah. (laughs) What, 25 years will do to your perceptions? I I hope he stirs up some shit down there. Uh Uh-huh. I haven't seen too much on whether he's promoting a line like Chavez or what, but he was always the the bet noir of the right there uh, back in the 80s. You know what? what, uh, One of the things that hit him hard was the... um, the uh, at least up here in terms of public opinion was that the charge he was a child molester and uh, I don't remember that yeah and uh they the, the left of course, he was a darling of the left at that time and uh and uh there was some charges that came out around the election time when the Sandinistas lost that he that he was a child molester and I and I and I think this is a favorite technique of the uh of uh of uh, your political opponent is to you know make a charge that you're a, a child molester? Sure, and a Nazi, and a Nazi, <laughs> and a communist, and, and a communist. Yeah, they, there's a limited number of, wor- of epithets, and they apply them. Mm-hmm. Whatever, whatever will work. Well, I hope Northhammer didn't get so uh, nervous. He dropped off the air. He's still on the line, but uh, yeah, I'm still here. Oh, okay. So, well, 
I could. I'm just saying we can uh, we can appreciate your intim- your um, your um, your feelings there about the stubbies. Yeah, they, <laughs> they had those in a lot of different cities, not just L.A. and and Chicago, but uh, Salt Lake and a lot of others, even small towns. You know, when yeah. I go out to the mall or whatever, uh, these people, uh, as as you will know, everyone knows uh, when they, when they encounter these people, they travel in packs. Or they travel with their extended families, and you know whites uh, generally kind of hang out, you know, in small groups or by themselves, uh, and it's very intimidating. And they'll stare me down. I mean, they'll 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 look. I mean, they'll just uh, if you make eye contact with the, with them, uh, uh, they'll uh, they'll stare you down. And uh, so uh, they're very intimidating. I, I think ultimately they're cowards, but. Uh, you know, uh, you know, at least one on one, there'll be a coward for sure. But you know, they're 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 uh, you know they know what the rules of the game are, and uh, and they sense it. Mm-hmm. Oh, it is. You always see one fat woman with about six little rats running around. It's always one short fat woman. Yeah. Pregnant woman. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Very barrel-chested, and uh, and of course they're fat over here because they get a rich diet, like Americans do. But you know Americans are a little taller on average, and so the the fat doesn't sort of like uh, look quite as balloonish, and uh, you know as uh, as they do. And so I I just uh, I tell you that that's one thing that just really burns the hell out of me is seeing these fat Mexicans because they're getting fat on what. My ancestors, our ancestors, built, and it just it just burns the hell out of me. So, yeah. Well, anyway, I'm gonna uh, let you go, Northhammer. But you've tried to contact several times. Uh, if you got something to say, go ahead and, and spur it. And this is your chance to get it out, and so the whole world well, can hear. <laughs> well, I guess that is. I mean, you can't really judge me or what I'm doing or what I'm capable of here in just a couple of minutes. But I, I guess I'm sitting here at the dilemma. I'm on this, you know, this fork in the road, and I figure out, you know, which way do I go and what path do I take? I mean, I've determined I want to do something and I have to do something. But, you know, I'm not going to discuss all my ideas over the air. But, okay. you know, in, in some respect, I mean, I feel like going back and maybe getting a doctorate and being a little bit more outspoken about it, being more of a, you know, kind of I like this idea with this local news broadcast. I mean, I would love to do something like that. But I, on the other hand, I still have that fear of if I keep it up and do something like that, eventually, no matter how much I hide my identity, ADL will eventually find out who I am. They contact my boss, and then I get fired, you know, and then I'm out on my own. And and, and that's a fear tech that they're using, and I hate to say it, but I, I haven't fully ousted that fear from my lifestyle. Um, and the other thing, too, is is... is Without giving too much information, there is a possibility. Uh, it may not happen for 20 or 25 years, but I could come across a extremely large inheritance uh, from my father. And, and, and it makes you wonder, I mean, I hate to say that, but it's like there are a lot of things I think that's what our movement is lacking in is well. a, serious, a, a, a serious money. And if we could make some type of our own network or news broadcast, and so it's like, what do I do? Do I be outspoken and, you know, possibly have a, a fall down between me and my family if I become open about this, or do I sit back and just keep quiet for the next, you know, 20 years, and it's just, I don't know, it's that fork in the road, I don't know which way to go, and I know you can't really 
give me what idea what to do, but um, I guess that's my dilemma I'm in right now. Well, you're a public person, Alex, and you've always said, you know, uh, it's well, not that big of a deal. Well, I made a decision to go a certain way, but then again, you know, I was I was a writer, and that's what my profession was. It wasn't something else where I was switching from it, and uh, uh, I would say the first, I would. There's plenty of white news out there. People who want to discover what's going on can now can now find it on the internet. I would say the first thing you want to do is try to get financially independent of the system where you're dependent on someone else for your job. How you go about that? Uh, it's I can't give one answer. It depends on what you're doing, but certainly not buying much stuff and saving all your money and making enough to become as independent as possible. That's that's the first step to becoming politically independent is become financially independent, and then just keep Keep watching. Keep looking at all the different people and what, listen to what they're saying and find out the ones that are mm-hmm. trustworthy and support them in the meantime while you're achieving your own financial independence. And so you achieve the money and you breed kids and you, you keep an eye on the future and, and work with other people. So those are kind of partial tentative answers, but uh, there's something that at least everybody can do because repeating this news gets very frustrating over time when, when there's no legitimization given to our position and there are no groups that, that work to further it. And the, the ones that are out there are small and essentially ineffectual, and they don't become more effective over time because uh, the, the mass of people are brainwashed and they have it pretty good. So it, there's, there are many incentives to give up or get uh, dissatisfied. But uh, in the end, what, we, what we're saying is right, and it is in our interests and, and the interests of our families. So just got to keep soldiering on until, uh, until circumstances get better and do what we can to, to make them better. Yeah, uh, William uh, Pierce was an engineer too. Yeah, he was. Uh, I think he was electrical, or no, he was a physicist, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, he was. Yeah, yeah. There's a there's a lot of people with technical backgrounds uh, in the white nationalist movement, uh, and degreed. Uh, you know, there seems to be two forks, or, or several forks. There's blue collar people, uh, and then there's uh, uh, there's people with um, you know kind of a literary art. Background. I would kind of consider Alex to be in that, and there's a, in some cases, a technical uh, engineering types, uh, as I'm also uh, a member of, and I can probably relate to what you're. I can I relate to what you're saying, by the way. So, uh, yeah, I would say you know, um, have your house paid for. Yeah, yeah, uh, that's that would, that's that's what my friend suggested. Said first thing, get it paid off. So. Yeah, you can't take it away. For you get fired from your job, what do you do? You know, all you have to do is pay for food. Yeah, that's and basically right. And and you kids who are in their twenties listen to this. You don't really start thinking about that, but you should. The earlier you think about that stuff, the better. Uh, because once you have that taken care of, it, you're in a much. It's like trying to fight when you're in water and you have no. You, your feet aren't on anything, anything solid, and you're attacked mm-hmm. by a shark. What are you going to do? You know. But if you're on land and something attacks you, you, you can. You've got purchase and you can fight back. Well. Owning your house—that's <laughs> probably a dumb metaphor, but I mean, to have some kind of financial control to where you're set up, it makes it a lot harder for people to mess with you, and that in itself will will give you a little more courage. Um, but yeah, it, it, I just decided what I did because uh, I was a writer. So if I was going to stay in politics and write about it, that would just be dishonest if I if I went with a going line. Um, but but people who aren't in in something directly political. Um, I think there's definitely a valid case to be made for just keeping quiet and earning the money and saving it 
and that's more advisable than popping off at work where it's not really relevant. You know, I, I, and if you go out somewhere or you're at work, it's not like other people aren't interested in politics. If they bring it up, you can always ask a leading question. You can always subtly nudge something the way uh, you want it to go or towards the right topic. There's a lot that can be done that isn't overt and in your face. Um, yeah, I've, I've made the mistake of that in the past, and I've got a, I mean, it's great. I mean, these people that work right next to me, they have no idea what I think or what I listen to because, I mean, I download these shows mm-hmm. and listen to them virtually all day long and they have no idea. And I think that's kind of a, I guess that's kind of, kind of puts a little smile on my face that I got some Jewish or some black mm-hmm. woman or something right next to me and they have no idea what I'm listening to. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and they're, the, oh, go the, ahead. No, the management of these things are very, uh, we, we know how, we know, I mean, I talk to people all the time, I know how far down that diversity bilge goes mm-hmm. and how really, it really tyrannical it is, so. Uh, yeah, one thing I am lucky, though, is I don't, the field I'm in there, I, I'm not immersed with very many people. I guess I'm, I'm the rare type good. of person that came from the suburban neighborhood, you know, that, that was mm-hmm. always living in the suburbs, and I think a lot of racialists, they tend to uh, spawn more from the multicultural areas. And, uh, well, it's changed over. I don't know how old you are, but I, I have the same background as you in that regard. I grew up, there weren't a lot of uh, blacks or Mexicans around, even when I lived in California, at least where we lived. And But it's it's different now. I mean, it's penetrated very far into the middle class. Uh, and uh, uh, there are fewer and fewer white teens each year who don't grow up uh, around diversity bilge. And uh, they think that being a nigger is the only way to be. And I can just see that. It just progressively, by degree, following a curve over the last 30 years. And, and you're probably, um, uh, I'm sure you're over 30, right? I'm actually under 30. I'm, I'm no. in my mid tw- mid-20s. That is, you're kidding me. No. That is terrific. <laughs> that, no, is ter- I was, that is just terrific. Yeah, I, I started when I was, I guess, when I was actually a little bit before I went to college. I was actually a, a professional athlete. Um, I'm not going to really say the field. I mean, like I said, I'm trying to be anonymous. but So I never really got that involved with what I did or what I believed. It was just kind of on the back burner. And I guess, I guess the whole thing started was, you know, middle school, grade school, high school. It was the Holocaust, the Holocaust, the Holocaust every huh. single year. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and, and, and they, always, they, they always tell you, you know, well, Hitler attacked his people for, you know, just because he went after and they, they don't really tell a reason why. It, 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 it makes me question. I've always been a person that questions people. Um, it, just something didn't add up right. Nobody goes out and suppo- allegedly attacks million, six million people just for doing it. And I, I guess that was maybe partially how I went down this path that I have. And uh, I mean, it's just, I guess I'm getting frustrated right now because I, I have a lot less friends and I feel like I'm, I feel like a foreigner, like in my own country, yeah, yeah. a foreigner, like even amongst yeah. white people. It's like, yeah. you know, like I, I, I talk to people on a Monday morning and say, so how was your weekend? They says, oh, my football team won. Mm-hmm. I said, mm-hmm. ask how your weekend was. I, I didn't ask how the football won. I was asking how, you know, I was asking how, how your weekend was and how these people obsess over, you know, football. And as actually I call them the pigskin god worshipers. Mm-hmm. That's what I call these people. They get down on their every single Sunday afternoon, get down and pray, and and it's just it's it's sad because I feel I feel ostracized amongst my own people, and I don't you know, I'm screaming at the wall, and I don't know what to do. And <laughs> well, uh, I wish I had a solution for you, but I, I really that's how it is. 
I mean, there there's one way to be a, a an adult, and it's it's a pseudo. It's not even real adulthood in this country. It's just mass sports and TV and the Holocaust and and everybody is equal and let in the third world. Anyone can be an American. Uh, there's not much room for white adults, really. Mm-hmm. And and sports is certainly part of that. It's it's just entertain us until we're you know just turn on the television, turn our brain off, and entertain me, entertain me, tits and ass and beer, tits and ass and beer, and mm-hmm. um, that's what it, it's what it's come to. And well, look, hey, why don't you that's stay? Right. Why don't you guys stay on? And uh, if you want to stay on, uh, Hammer, uh, and uh, let's take a break here at the top of the hour. I'm going to call Rounder. Uh, and get a few words in with him. And uh, and so hold on, let me play a song. Radio, waking you up 